Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Let's get ready to rumble! What is the nature of your thoughts, gentlemen, when you say you move your lips in a particular way? Do you not see how haphazard this audit is? The devil is in the detail. Ladies and gentlemen, this is a cover-up. There will be plenty of time for questions. And we will go to Mr. Tom Korski for the answers because he is the managing editor of Black Locks Reporter. Happy family weekend, Tom. You have a good weekend off? Did you get a weekend? I, I, no, we work on uh, Mondays. Uh, how are you doing, Alex? Well, I had the day off, so I'm just dandy, thank you. There's a lot going on, though. I was um, curious your thoughts, um, obviously getting the rulo, ruling on uh, Friday and uh, kind of coincides with one of your stories because during the comments of... Uh, you know, after the fact, uh, the prime minister, I went on this weird tangent kind of talking about we had a better pandemic than everyone else. And he just freewheeled on all these great things they did during the pandemic. And I don't know what it was based on. Well, it was based on selective statistics. And I mean, we all want to give ourselves a good, we all want to give ourselves an attaboy for doing a good job. The public health agency has had a problem though. And they've done this throughout the pandemic, and the Prime Minister merely echoed that. We compare ourselves to the worst of the worst. We compare ourselves to Mississippi, not <laughs> Taiwan, right. and say, we did a pretty good job. Let's look at death rates. These are John Hopkins University data. Canada had a much worse, and I mean a disastrously worse death rate than Norway, Australia, Cuba, Taiwan, South Korea, Kuwait, Japan, New Zealand, on and on. We had a better death rate than Mississippi or Italy or Russia. So I guess, you know, relatively speaking, you can say that we did a pretty good job, but we're not really reaching for the stars, are we, Alex? And I don't think they give a medal for people who finish seventh in the race, and that's where we are. But if you repeat it enough and say it louder, eventually it will become (laughs) a thing, right? In the great words of Catherine McKenna. Very true, very true. Uh, Meanwhile, I think this is interesting. Um, So Cabinet is demanding that MPs take an oath of secrecy as one of the conditions of seeing the terms of our $5 billion contracts with uh, vaccine manufacturers. So this is part of a Commons Public Accounts Committee, and um, I don't know if this is a thing, but since when do MPs who work for us have to uh, be secretive about vaccine contracts that we paid for? Never. Never has a, uh, members of a, of a committee been asked to sign a legal term, a non-disclosure agreement, essentially an oath of secrecy, which means that if I let this break, if I get, tell this to my spouse, or somehow it leaks out, I could be held uh, for civil damages. It's unprecedented. MPs' heads exploded. They said essentially in politer language, that, and, and just barely, the hell with that. You're going to tell us what's going on. We've often said, Alex, whatever relationship people have with their individual MP in their home riding, your MP is the only friend you have. Mm -hmm. Don't fool yourself. And if your MP can't get to the facts and they are asked to now sign government secrecy oaths, well, then why even bother having a parliament? Their MPs feel very strongly about this. By the way, what's this all about? The implication is that 
the public health agency got hosed on vaccine contracts, paid about double what other countries paid. No wonder they don't want to release the contracts. Yeah, especially when we're throwing out a lot of those vaccines. I don't, I don't know anybody, Tom, who's taken their eighth and ninth shot. I just don't. I mean, I, I remember reading a report at one point. They got, they got enough for every Canadian to have five or six shots. And it's like, when did this become a thing? It just became like a normalized thing. It was, first it was two shots. Then it became two shots plus 80 boosters. <laughs> yeah, no, absolutely. And, and the takeaway, even after long after the pandemic is over and it will end, here you have this precedent now. You will have all future governments say, you know what? If you want to scrutinize our misspending, mm. we're going to make you sign an oath and meet in a closed room. And then, and then maybe, maybe if you're a good boy, we'll let you see the contracts. <laughs> so much, so much for, tra- well, how many times have we said it? Parliament Hill is a place where transparency goes to die. Yeah. So is this a thing then? Is it like, have they agreed to this? Absolutely not. They're fighting a tooth and nail and the liberals don't have the votes. There you go. Well, stay tuned to that one. Meanwhile, a federal report warning casualties of climate change policy may include families that can't afford higher fuel costs, uh, oil and gas workers, and uh, Indigenous people. Absolutely no evidence was put forward by the uh, federal agencies um, on what the consequences would be, but I guess they've just calculated that those three groups are good to go. After eight years. Yeah. Eight years, eight years in. Eight years of the climate change program, and only now are the chickens coming home to roost. And what do those chickens say? Well, they say that you, someone is going to pay. Someone is going to pay by losing their job. Someone is going to pay more for home heating. Someone is going to lose their standard of living. Because you're talking about transforming an industrial economy. Why is that a mystery or a secret? Well, it has been up until now. Now, for the first time, we begin to see it in these government reports. The wording on this is truly dreadful, but, but it's worth stating because otherwise people wouldn't believe it. Exactly what you just said. This is after cabinet budgeted half a billion dollars to come up with green regulations. What did they say? I'm quoting, there's no evidence that beneficial and adverse economic and social impacts of mitigation measures are being measured or estimated for population groups. What does that mean? They don't know. They don't know how this is going to affect young families, widows, people who heat with, with uh, heating oil. They don't know how this is going to affect pipe fitters at the refinery. Eight years in, Alex, they don't know after half a billion dollars. Yeah, and if you challenge it, then they'll just say, well, you're, you're just, uh, it's a conspiracy theory. You're a denier. It's you're a disinformation. Denier. Yeah, right? absolutely. You know, the, the criticism has been made of the climate program, and there's something to it. It has a cult-like quality. Mm. You just have to believe. And if you don't believe, well, get out, but they want your money in the meantime. Yeah, exactly. Like you get, like you have a choice but to pay it. Meanwhile, I think this is fascinating. The underground economy growing by 50% in five years. This is StatScan reporting this. So we got billions and billions of undeclared transactions, and maybe that's because people can't afford anything anymore, Tom. So they just say, I'll just do a deal under the table. Yeah, the data 2016. Ethics to don't matter anymore in Ottawa, so well, well, what do we care? We'll just, it's uh, interesting, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, so that's the 50% increase over the five years ending in 2021. They have said the uh, pandemic was a boon for the underground economy because yeah. a lot of uh, transactions went online. Very difficult to trace when it's off the cash register. What else do they know? We're not making this up. Canada Revenue Agency internal polling it tells them over and over and over again. A majority of Canadians, th- this is 
typical law-abiding Canadian say, look, my taxes are too high. You guys in Ottawa waste too much money. Don't tell me if I pay a tax dollar, it's going to help out at the hospital, the school, or social allowances. I don't believe it with the waste that goes on. They have a credibility problem, Alex. They don't like it. Hard to turn that kind of behavior around once it starts. Very corrosive, and they know it, and you know, that's why <laughs> there was a time, I'm not making it up, Canada Revenue Agency started to talk about fingerprinting taxpayers, regardless of whether they had a criminal conviction, if they were found to evade the payments. Could you imagine? Yes, I can imagine, so don't put it can out there. you imagine yes, I can. going around fingerprinting? I can. Yeah. Yeah, that was the plan. Microchipping and fingerprinting. These are things that could happen, so I don't, uh, I, I don't joke around about them. All right, Tom. Uh, I have, you have more, but I'm out of time. We'll talk again Thursday. Thank you, Alex. That is Tom Korski, who is with Black Locks Reporter, getting to the uh, dirt. But man, oh man, just fascinating.